two-man. Israel Folau! Is he? Is he in? You better believe it. New Zealand Rugby's organised a crisis <laughs> meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, enjoy the show. Welcome to the 16th episode of the Giraffe Rugby Podcast, where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. I'm your host, Kagi, and joining me this week, I have the draft, our Draft League's uh, new fantasy top scorer of not only our 2019 season, but in fact of all time. Um, Harry's Grub scored 716 points this week. Mate, you must be on top of the world. On top of the world, on top of the table, breaking new records. Where do I start, mate? How, Where do I start? How long are we going to hear about this? That's all I want well, to Well... I think it's important. Someone did beat him this week, Kagi. That's it. No, Nelson, Nelson and I have been quick to cut him back down to size. Uh, in fact, his, his team did get beaten by one fantasy score this week, that of the Highlanders. Um, beaten by one. They trumped tr- tr- by one point. Now Mate. I know how Nelson feels when he lost by one. <laughs> yeah. Look, they don't even get to pick their team based on fantasy, and they still beat you. That's it. That's pretty incredible. The Highlanders starting 15, 717 points. More importantly, my fantasy team, 716 <laughs> points. Mate, everyone's forgotten that. We've the moved highest on. of the year was 620 or something. Harry, we've moved on. We've moved on. Twice. I'll, come, I'll circle back. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> now, look, uh, on to Nelson. No excuses needed this week uh, from the big man. He's actually he's gone ahead and bagged himself a double, um, winning yeah. his, his first actual footy match of the season here in... Sydney club footy. Um, somehow the lunatics at that club decided to elect him captain. Well, uh, brains, you mean the brains at the club? Never know how that happened. But, um, you know, he tells everyone he uh, ran away with two to three tries. In fact, he was telling Harry about all these highlights that happened just before Harry rocked up oh, to the game. Yeah, I was there. Um, I didn't see that. There, there was a Dave Dennis-esque palm, wasn't there, Harry? A minute. Well, no. So you don't want to. Oh, come on. You don't want to claim the seven one quagga. You're going to get stick with the. Dates. No, it was a palm though. Okay, okay, it was, okay. it was, a it was palm. more of a Dean Mum player and play for one, not Dave Dennis. Yeah, sorry. It was more of a Dean Mum offload. Are we giving Dave Dennis? Dennis. We've, we've just given Dave Dennis. Oh my more God. credit. Like Dave. I, Dennis. I never thought we'd say his name on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so Nelson he bagged himself a win in real life footy uh, and also had a pretty respectable fantasy score. Of 573 this week, um, notching a, a win there as well. Um, yeah. He's he's actually managed to climb all the way up the ladder to whereabouts are you now, mate? Um, uh, I think I'm sixth. Sixth. But sixth. Okay. All right. I think there's there's only one match between you and... Are you third? Look, mate, that's all trivial. You and third that's, and seventh. That's all trivial, mate. Um, it's um, just your sixth, all right? And um, we've, we've looked at the three and five round averages, and I'm uh, second in both, and you're like sixth. I think, I think you've looked at that. Who's um, first? Moving on. Uh, so <laughs> let's get to smashing the plugs out of the way. Uh, please do check out the website, draftrobby.com, for all our articles and content. There's the Casualty Ward, the Fantasy Round and Review, the OG League blog, the Stock Market, and whatever uh, other kind of creative visions or juices inspire Nelson um, <laughs> this week. Um and yeah, so on socials, we are at Draft Rugby. You'll find us very active on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah, get on, get on Insta because that's where we're putting all those statistic posts. So it's quite an easy spot to, to actually scroll through and see how players are going over time. That's it. And Nelson's uh, he's smashing out some pretty cool new visuals. So um, yeah, keep... Uh, thinking about leaving the foot game. Leaving the foot game? Yeah, no longer podiatry, just make graphics. You should. 
You're a terrible podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> Zip. Um, all right. Well, so for Andre this week, um, we'll be serving up a review of uh, Fantasy Super Rugby Round 11. For main course, we're going to look ahead and preview Round 12. And for dessert, we're going to be looking at the PPMs. What's that mean? Points per minute. Ah, okay. Good. So, uh, penises what, per minute. How, how players rank points per minute. Basically, it's insights that you won't get off the data available anywhere else, so it's worth listening to. Unless yeah, you definitely. like spending an uh, unnecessary amount of time on Excel spreadsheets like we do. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, straight into it then. Entree, uh, round 11 of Super Rugby. Uh, there mm. were buys for the Blues, the Reds, <clears throat> and the Rebels. And the first game, we had the Crusaders taking on the Lions in Christchurch, a tall order. Yes. So, look, I mean, there's probably no surprise out of everything I'm going to say in this, but I'm going to say it anyway. So the Crusaders won 36-10 to 10 against the Lions. I can't believe that's, the Lions got 10. Uh, yeah, that's, that's five tries to one. Um, it, people that were returning was George Bridge. Um, after, we're not too sure, it was a hammy slash knee um, injury, or, or he scored two tries. There's no need to he rush him a back. Brace. So. Yeah. Uh, Cody Taylor, he uh, returned from a calf injury. New injuries, Ryan Crotty and Afiwi Dianti both got concussions and left the field. It is worthwhile noting Ryan Crotty actually passed his head injury assessment, but they said because of his history, they wanted to rest him out the rest of the game. Um, and there's something along, along the lines of, That's, oh, we're only versing a South African side. That must be because he has the answers. He's had so many HIAs, you know what I mean? He just has the answers. Yeah, exactly right. It's completely um, Sylvian? Sylvian Mahuza, yeah. I've never read his first name, I don't think. I just don't care about him. Right. He, he had yeah. a, a knee um, injury, and more than rightly... Uh, was pulled pre-game with his knee. So I'm just basically going to talk about Sivir Reese for most of this. Sivir Reese <laughs> now had, he Smart. now has a 104.5 starting average. So there's him, then there's Daylight, then there's a fuck ton of more Daylight, then there's the next best player. Um, this week he bumped Quagga Smith legitimately into orbit. That was great. He's 87 kilos. I think it was the greatest thing I've ever seen, to be honest with you. I actually showed so many non-rugby Oh, my God. I have shown (laughs) so many people. He is 87 kilos, and it could be the biggest bump of all time in rugby ever. He knows how to use it. Um, And then he also, this was on the way to scoring his first try, that he went through Deante, Coetzee, and Combrink. Later, he destroyed Mm. Deante in full flight in defense with a massive shoulder. He's played 346 minutes this year. He's had 28 tackle busts, 489 minutes. He is just glorious. Yeah. Um, meters, meters, not minutes. Meters, yeah. Um, <laughs> Lions, they, they looked like they were in it for 35 minutes and, and trying to work hard up front. Um, but really, the, the Crusaders did what they've been doing week in, week out and wore them down and just tore them to shreds in the back end. Mm-hmm. Pretty similar in terms of possession, 57 to 43, whereas the Crusaders had four, uh, 59% in opposition half. They ran over double the metres. Um, they almost had double the carries. They had 15 to 8 uh, line breaks. They just absolutely destroyed him in, in, in most things. Fantasy men of the match was clearly Sibyl Reese with 105 <laughs> points. No. 13 carries, 86 metres, 4 line breaks, 10 tackle busts, 2 offloads, 2 tries and a try assist. Um for Crusaders, Brandon Inor got 59, Bridge got 58, Kieran Reid got 45. For the Lions, their top junk player was a shithole. I'm going to go with shithole. It's, <laughs> he, he got 41 points. I like him. He's good. He he, making, no, he's quite good, but... He was obviously making his tackles. Sit hole. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down. 
All right, that takes us to the Sun Wolves and the Highlanders. Zero uh, to fifty-two at home in Tokyo. Um, Huge. Spanked. Wow. Yeah, wow. it was uh, it was a zero to eight try affair. The line was eight point five. I jumped on that. Did you? Yeah, very good. Pretty happy with it. Yeah, so did I actually. Fantastic. I, I, I went thirteen plus. Yeah, that's it. I think it was a game where every every fantasy manager was starting their Highlanders for this one. Um, all right, returning we had Bobby T. He he didn't play last week for family reasons. Um, Shotahori and Yutamura they flew. Well, we said flew in again last week. They they came back from wherever they were. <laughs> Domestic. They got on the Shinkansen and they were in. Um, they Is that uh, <laughs> that's the train. Uh, the bullet train. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. They do fly real quick stuff. They, well done. Um, Shota. They, they both came off the bench. I'm pretty sure. Shota yeah, they did. Yeah, good. Um, At half time, I'm pretty sure they just sat them both on because they were so awful. Yeah, they didn't have to try anything. Um, what else do we have? Grant Hadding, he was back after missing a week. Um, that was all returning. Injuries, Bryn Gatlin, likely to get a scan. Uh, will look like a pretty serious foot injury. He was kind of carried off, couldn't put any weight on it. So, no good for him. Um, 33-0, half-time, 52-0, full-time, as we said. Just dominated in all facets of the game. Um, the Sunwell scrum was shit. The line-out was shit. The rolling mall D was shit. Midfield defense was pretty shit. Uh, wide defense was pretty shit, and uh, <laughs> finally Masarewa, he was shit. Uh, oh, he was so so shit. How good! That's the man we know and love. <laughs> oh, you, met, you know, like a good player makes others look better, and he was so shit that he made the rest of his team look slightly less shit. <laughs> hey, there it is. Uh, the, the one positive to take for Masarewa owners: uh, your time. Order is, is restored. The jig is up. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. In terms of uh, of staff, oh, actually, no. One more thing was Co. Tompkinson absolutely flattening Yamanaka with a kind of. That was pretty. It was like an NFL hit, one of those ones where you don't see him coming, and yeah. he took it What's down. What's his nickname? Co. Tompkinson. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to call him the chiropractor 2.0. <laughs> the meat axe. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. No, I just made that up. That sounds pretty good. Chiroprac- I mean, you, there's no second chiropractor. We're going chiropractor 2.0. Okay, too bad. Um, mm, terrible. In terms of stats, the uh, the stats actually surprising in this one. The team stats. So possession pretty even, 47 to 53 percent. Likewise, territory forty-four to fifty-six. It's pretty bloody even. Meters four fifty to six eleven. So about a third extra, or sorry, quarter extra. Carries one hundred seventeen to one twenty-five. The Highlanders only made eight more carries. Same amount of penalties, but look, it was what the Highlanders did with that ball. So mm. uh, they had basically doubled the, def- uh, the tackle bus forty-two to twenty-two, twenty-five to ten clean breaks. Um, and interestingly, the Highlanders turned it over 27 times, but um, Sunwolves missed double the amount of tackles and they lost a bit in the set piece. In terms of fantasy, Tavita Lee was uh, the first big game of the year for him. 84 points, 13 carries, 126 metres, cut four line breaks, five tackle busts. And then just huge games from uh, Tommy Franklin and Jackson Homopo, both 80 and 78 points. That's six line breaks and nine tackle busts combined. C.O. Tompkinson, 67 points. Coltman, 67 points. Josh Yawani, Aaron Smith, my, my men, 62 and 57. The only Sunwolves player worth mentioning was Mark Abbott, who's also a Kiwi, 35 points from him. <laughs> Ex-Hurricanes. That's it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Hurricanes. Hey! Hurricane oh, good move there. We're oh, getting better, boys. We're getting better. 47 to 19. Now, this was a good game to watch. Mm. Especially if you've if you got nothing better to do for an hour, just go back and watch that first half because it was at least sort of an, an hour of time in play with the ball. It was just insane. I told you, I haven't watched this game yet, but I'm going to skip the first 20. Oh, do not. <laughs> Nathan Harris, playing Geordie Barrett, yeah. for context. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Playing against. Yeah. Nathan Harris was back from his knee injury. Solomon Alamalo 
came back from his hammy tightness as well. Sadly, it looks like all his fingers are broken because he cannot catch anymore. Mm, yeah, wow. Barrett Brothers, and uh, they were both back, and so was Artie Sevilla, all from being rested. Mm. Uh, Brad Webber got a shoulder injury on Wednesday, but only got announced quite late. And Sean Wainui as well got a hip injury pregame. We're not sure what's going on there too yet. Uh, but there's no confirmation, Nelson says, from the same incident. Nelson. Yeah, I think it was just a big, big tackle diddling each other before the, the match or something like that. That's some great detailed knowledge. Yeah, right? um, yeah very good. We'll yeah. just watch the casualty ward for more. I mean, what was it? It was one shoulder and something else. And it sounds so, like a tackle. So, 28 to 12 at half time, four tries to two, literally a point a minute. Absolutely insane. Clearly the man of the first half was Geordie Barrett, who was just on fire, two, scored two solo tries. He ran over 200 metres, they reckon, in that first half when I was watching it. Yeah, I believe it. Who knows what it ended up as, because that's what I saw when I was actually looking at the game. But man, it was insane. Mm. On the flip side, Atata Mwekiola, or Hakuna Atata, as we like to call him, uh, looked very, very hard to put down. And I saw a stat to that the other day. He, he only passes the ball something like 7% of the time. That is what you want. <laughs> yeah, that is like, it. Oh, it's 13%. Sorry. 13, 13. So about 1 in 9, 1 in 10 in one. That's my pass, type of player. So right amazing. Um, by 35 minutes in, both teams were absolutely gassed and walking. <laughs> so it was pretty much game over. Second half. Heavens opened up, Wellington turned the uh, the rain and wind on, and then no one could throw a line out. The sufferer was first starting for every scrum was pretty average, and then the Hurricanes only won two of seven lineouts. The Chiefs five of seven, but Amua's set piece was left a lot that's, to be desired. That's shocking, yeah. Um, ALB, special mention, just insane, and a losing team. He did everything for them. And we got our first look at Salisi Rayasi in the uh, in Super Rugby, who's just another unit. They had a five-meter <laughs> scrum and passed him the ball immediately twice. The first time he almost scored. The second time he just scored so easily. I didn't realize so. how big he is. He's a big unit. Oh, he's, another he's one. A, Do we know his KGs? You, no. can, you can look Why don't you look that up? We Fantasy man of the match, Geordie Barrett, 116 points. Is that the biggest of the year? It is. It is the top score of the oh, yeah. year, and it was against me this week. So, yeah. <laughs> 13 seats, carries, runs. Come oh, on, 13 on, runs. Carries. Carries, yes. 13 runs for 196 metres, so there you go. Didn't create the 200. Yeah, it's always runs, mate. Four tackle busts, 10 tackle busts as well. You guys, who was doing this, mate? You're killing me. Line break. 10, ten tackle busts, and what was the one before Four that? Four line breaks? Four line breaks. Thanks, mate. Three offloads, <laughs> two tries, two try assists. Special mentions to Adi Sevilla on 74 points, TJ Perinara 61, Asafa Amua didn't suffer too much from his lineouts, 50 points, Husson 49, Bodhi 48. In the Chiefs, ALB had a whopping 86, and Boshare 70 points. The Waratahs disappointed Australian fans a little bit with a 15 to 23 loss in their first match. In the new Western Sydney Stadium. Call them correctly. The Luckily, ho- no, the, ho- the horror tiles, mate. No, look, mate, we'll, we'll go through why they lost a little bit later, but the people that tiles? returned. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Uh, Latu returned, and so did his buddy fighter hooker, Aka Vandermerber. Both of them returned from their bands from being absolute mongrels. And whilst, um, were, whilst we're really sad to not see them both get the red card, they're going to have Yeah, Makazoli Mapimpi and Lokanya Arm returned after being rested. Um, new injuries were Jed Holloway just injuring all fans with a stupid elbow. <laughs> um, he got a three-week ban. 
And Jack Dempsey, he hurt his back. Tolulatu hurt his calf on his return. And that, Rory O'Connor hurt his rib. That shot was pretty severe to Thomas Dutoit, right? <laughs> oh, God. He's got a facial fracture or something. Look, it was a delay. Like, it literally took him a couple seconds to fall down because it must have been, like, blood rushing in or something <laughs> severe, you know? Oh, it looked horrendous. Yeah. Um, Cam <laughs> Clark, he's, he's been a bit of a highlight reel this week with his smashing uh, hit on Makazole Mapimpi. Mm, talking of rippers, yeah. He, um, he, he shut down a two-on-one there by just slaughtering him. Uh, Waratahs, they pretty much sucked with most things they did in, in terms of their kicking game and, and trying to control the, the ball around the, the paddock with the Sharks just uh, going, obviously being a, a strong forward pack, just trying to take them up front. Mm. Um, Dempsey also got a yellow card, so there's another bloke. So they had a man down for 35 minutes. You threw another one in for 10 minutes. They were playing with 13 men. Realistically, that's that was what changed the game. There was such a huge chunk of the time that the Waratahs were trying to play to score at the back end of the game by running their big guys around, and then they had less men, so it wasn't going to work for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just sort of backfired because of that. Um, the team stats, the possession went in favour of the home side, 57-43. The Tars also had 61% of territory. Run slightly more metres, 445 to 438. Slightly more carries, double the offloads. But They had um, the stats to win the game. Just. In terms of set pieces, um, they lost three of their 16 lineouts. Um, where the Sharks lost three of their 15 for That's the scrums. Solid. Yeah, both, both solid. Scrums, the Tars lost one of five, and um, the Sharks lost one of seven. The fantasy man of the match was Kurtley Beal, um, surprisingly, and Harry Johnson-Holmes. H-A-H-H-H-H. Both were 61 <laughs> points. Beal had 21 carries for 96 metres, two tackle busts, and six offloads. Six offloads, wow. H-J-H had 26 carries. 26 carries. Or did he have 13 carries? He had 13 carries. Yeah, he had 13. One tackle bust. He played bulk minutes. They just wouldn't take him off as well. That was the best thing. He also had 12 tackles, which was worth 24 points. Mm. Um, For the Waratahs, Jake Gordon also got 50 points. For the Sharks, the Beast got 57. And Dan Dupree got 55. They got the right Dupree again. Nice. Good points. All right. uh, Stormers and Bulls, 24-23. Um, I have not watched this game, but um, uh, returning, DDA, he was returning from a rest week, and so was Dwayne Vermeulen, two pretty essential characters to both sides, and Evan Edzabeth came back, um, he was returning from a calf strain or injury, and he returned from the bench, sadly, uh, for me, he got a huge one, (laughs) One. Um, so yeah, there you go, Um, one is the loneliest number. If you took Marvin Ori off me this week, I would have won. won. No, I was very. Geordie Barrett killed me. So, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, injuries and in he this also one. Had a shit score. Thank you. Ruan Nell <laughs> uh, did his ankle or did an ankle injury pre game. Peter Steph to toyed PSDT shoulder, not named to tour. Yeah, they just named their touring squad and he is not on it. Mm. Yeah. We didn't have it in. It's only a one week tour. Argentina. It's Argentina. Yeah, we didn't actually have it in the notes, but I, I, Nelson and I think that we saw somewhere that um, Shigling was also injured. Yeah, disagree but, um, just did, did not happen. Check the casualty ward. Um, Jade Stickling uh, has a, had a concussion, um, and the it's now been confirmed that the centre pairing for the Bulls are unlikely, well, really unlikely to start next week. So that's both Jesse Creel and Berger Odendale gone. Um, Berger was rushed to hospital with like um, took massive contact to the eye. Yeah, he actually um, had blood in the eye, so that's pretty concerning. It's no good, no good. Yeah, it sounds. Um, yeah. Well, 
I might have to go watch this game, given the first note here is that it was probably the best South African derby of the year. Yeah, I reckon definitely. Okay, yeah. Have you watched this one, Nelson? Uh, I didn't. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll get round to it. We'll get cracking. Um, Herschel Yanchis, another big name. Well, probably a Springbok Bolter, you'd have to think, this year. Um, he just continues to perform. Um, I reckon he's kind of got a bit of a, the faff-like qualities and, um, you know, the structured halfback-like qualities. But, yeah, he's, um, he's very good. He went close to scoring, but missed out again. Uh, Vilemsi. He had a pretty mad run, a big line break down the left touch line. He like the full 360 run off it. I can't remember, it was a quick turnover, a kick or something like that, and then just made a huge line break. Looked mm. very good, fast, very mm. fast. Um, the Bulls were probably lucky to get as, as close. <laughs> we you want to talk Valencia again. You just, you're sad <laughs> we haven't talked enough about Valencia this year, basically. Yeah, I'm, I'm craving. <laughs> Um, in the last look, yeah, the Bulls lucky to get as close as they did. I think in the last play, the Stormers were up by eight and stupidly tried to attack from their own line to score a bonus point try, but <clears> instead <throat> turns it over, giving the Bulls their own bonus point. Big in, in a very close, so <laughs> in, in a really close conference, that's going to be quite costly. Um, yeah. In terms of team stats, fifty-eight, you know, forty-two to fifty-eight percent possession to the um, Stormers, thirty-seven uh, <clears> percent. Sorry, forty-two to the Stormers, fifty-eight to the Bulls. 37 the Stormers, 63 to the Bulls. Um, so a double the line breaks to the Stormers. Um, the set piece was pretty solid from both sides. But yeah, in terms of fantasy, the big ones in this game. Dylan Lades, man of the fantasy, man of the match, 64 points. Ran 104 metres, four line breaks, five tackle busts. Just, you know, some of that form that we've seen from Lades in previous years. We had Yanchi's 53 points, Kovas Visa, 51. And from the Bulls... Guboka continuing his form 50 points, Pollard 47, and Manny Libok on 46. Nice. The Haguares versus the Brumbies. Haguares got up 20 to 15 in an arm wrestle, I think, mm. uh, is the best way to describe it. No yeah. new players coming back for this one, uh, but we did have Joaquin Tukulet, who was expected to play in a 15 jersey. Apparently his knee swelled up the one that he had. His, I think he's one that he had an operation on last year. They said so. But yep. That means you know the one he had an ACL recon on. So that's a bit of a worry. Because he's an old man. Yeah, well, it essentially means he's probably got an arthritic knee to be honest. And we all know how that went for Izzy Dag. Um, probably not that severe. I shouldn't say that. But yeah. At the same time, <laughs> they're going to have to manage that, and that, that's a, a bit of a problem moving it's forward gonna, for him. Going to hurt his minutes. Thankfully, no one has him in fantasy footy. <laughs> uh, Tony Pulu put another head high tackle in. Uh, I think it's becoming a real problem now. He's, he's done a fair few. He's, he's, he's the new chance penny. Yeah, I was going to say, he's the new chance penny. <laughs> but they have chance penalty. Put the old chance penny back on. He's also very good. <laughs> yeah, at doing head highs. That's true. <laughs> um, Brummy Scrum, again, really dominant, but good to see them do that against the Jaguares mm. with, uh, obviously, the Argentinian front row. Two test front rows there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Ken got his first run on the wing. Uh, he's an absolute hot stepper. Looked sharp, absolutely. He, he just... Yeah. Hot- he, he actually looked to step sideways so he could step again and again and again. Like he, 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 it was kind of like he, was he said combos. to himself, I've got one week yeah. to show people that I'm electric enough to get another. He, he was going for combos. It wasn't just yeah. trying to oh, beat yeah. someone. He wanted to say Moyano who. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a- apart from that, really, it was a defensive, defensively dominated game. The Jaguars controlled possession and field position massively, although uh, it did end up 50-50 almost all the game was played in the Brumbies 22 compared to the Jaguars 22 to 50. You know, they, they just, Brumbies couldn't get down to the line. Mm. Um, the Brumbies, especially when they got a roll on, it just seemed as soon as they mm. got down the other end, they turned the ball over as well. And then it, in the end, the big difference was Crema got a yellow card and the Brumbies couldn't get a single point yeah, from that. Yeah, didn't capitalise on it at all. Yeah, 
It's a time to step up, isn't it? Yeah. The possession was otherwise pretty even. Uh, the line breaks went 11-2 to two, two for the Brumbies. The tackle bus 20-14 to 14 for the Brums. They ran more metres as well, um, but they gave away more penalties. Uh, they also had 100% ruck success, which I don't even know if I've seen this year. Oh, wow. so, 94 of 94. So ball, that is absurd. Ball retention, but no execution, basically. Yeah, just no attacking flair. The they, whole thing that they said they were going to play, mm. they couldn't do. Mm. Um, and the Jaguars, sh- I should mention as well, shut down their role and more pretty successfully as well. Yeah. Um, it did score, but it was off a trick play down a short side of the lineup. Mm. Great um, finish, though. They, uh, they did. Jaguars scored seven... Uh, sorry, took... Three of the ten lineups for the Brums as well, so obviously that put a, a couple of different things in their mind whenever they were trying to go for the rolling mall as well. Mm. Yep. Flaufoinga, mentioning him, he was the man mm. of the match, scored a try, just looked shit hot as he always does. Um, the other players of note were Tom Banks on 52 points for the Brums, Sebastian Canciliere, uh, 61 points, and Thomas Kubeshi, 49 points as well. Get all. Excellent. Yeah, no, he looked very good. All right, well, that uh, concludes our entree. I hope that was tasty. Time for our main course. Delish. The preview of round 12 of Fantasy Super Rugby 2019. And getting us underway, the first match uh, is going to be the Crusaders and the Sharks. Nelson. So this is going to be a 100-pointer to Sevu Reese if, if you're looking <laughs> if, up history. If history is anything to go by. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so new sort of um, injuries in, in this week. Um, we had uh, Crotty, who we've mentioned, he passed his head injury assessment, so more than likely he will be playing, but there is a chance that they rest him because there is still a fair bit of the season left. Did you say you're hoping they rest him? Is that I am hoping, and that <laughs> seems to go right for me at the moment, so hopefully they rest him. Um, and if they rest him, then what we're going to see is um, Jack Goodhue probably play inside centre, which would be beast. And or on the uh, outside centre, and your your backs stay the same. Your man uh, Will Jordan will probably continue to miss out. Correct. But so we've got Jack Goodhue back this week from his rest. And Jack Goodhue is returning. The the other option is, I mean, if Crotty does play, then someone's going to have to miss out out of Enor, Reese, Bridge, Havili. Mm. Um, my bet would probably be Enor. Mainly, he's had a lot of minutes. And there's just a lot of talent there. It's it's hard to go past Reese, who is probably your most similar hard sort of winger on the one side as, as Enor. Um, and we might see a bit of a rotation policy Let's there. Let's be honest. Anything we try and guess we get wrong. Now, just tell us what you I want know, to happen. No, it'll probably happen. No, no, <laughs> yeah. It will. It hasn't. Crotty getting a rest week. I was going to say, I reckon <laughs> just, just to mess with us, they're going to throw Tim Bateman to start at 12. You know? yeah, yeah. But no, everyone has a, a, a player on their bench, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, in my opinion, the Sharks weren't that good. I mean, it wasn't long ago Harry's just talking about their matchup against the, the Tars. Um, they played 35 minutes um, with them. Uh, against the team They're with a man down. Grand. Well, they just lost to the Reds yeah. the week before. Yeah. All, all they wanted to do uh-huh. was try and rattle the forwards for the Tars and, and play in tight, and they won't be able to do that against a Crusaders forward. No, it won't work there. It just will not work. Um, well, I see one of their weaknesses also, Nikosi, on the wing with a, a tackle ratio of 73%. Chances are that's going to be a fair bit lower when you look at it next week. Mm. Um, doesn't matter which wing is running at him, he is going to miss a few tackles because they are all freaks. Yes. Um, realistically, if you can sell your soul to pick up any Crusader, just do it. It doesn't matter who they're playing. This is going to be another big week for, for any of them. I'm calling uh, Aka Vandermeer to get just super angry and frustrated in this game, get another card, and we'll see him later for a couple of weeks. 
Yeah, I'll see if I can palm him <laughs> off to someone. He's my second hooker anyway. But um, no, he he might be someone we see return to the starting side this week. He wasn't starting last week, was he? He was not. He was off the bench. Yeah. yeah. So he might be someone that we see roll into the starting side. We had Rob Dupree on the bench last week and Bosch slot into the ten. What did you boys think? Uh, I think that's clearly the go. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Look, I, I liked it. He kicked well. He didn't get a lot of chances to show his attack. Yep. But at the same time, I really don't think. I, I think that was a rest rotation. For yeah. Rob. Well, yeah. I don't think that we're going to see that again. Interesting thing, though, you, you're talking about him kicking well. That is something that the sides have come up against the Crusaders and done well. The Tars, for example, have had a really solid kicking game against them. Did yeah, but who's going to gonna chase it for them, mate? Nkosi, Fassi. Any of the Dupree's. Other Dupree's. Oh, they're all like <laughs> yeah. two inches tall, mate. Yeah, it has to go out, mate. Didn't Bosch slot a penalty goal from like 53 or 4 against yeah, the Tars? Yeah, he can kick yeah. long. Yeah. Everyone but knows he's got an epic boot. If you think about developing a player, putting him up starting at 10 against the Crusaders, there's no they're better, not, there's no better way of developing a player. Yeah, no, not at all. Bob, the coach said that Rob Dupree's picks himself. Yeah, because he's got the same name as him. Yeah, and it's his son. Picks himself. Correct. And his penis. What's that? What was that? My favorite, my the, my favorite uh, tweet or something it was just like, um, oh, did the Sharks even have a coach this year? And then yeah, no. Like, no, I think it's just someone's dad lending a hand. <laughs> yeah. it's like the best, the best so thing. good. Yeah. One of the dads just said he'll do it. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, look, what do you guys see the Crusaders winning by? A lot. What they beat? Well, they beat the Lions by twenty six last week, so probably similar margin. Yep. Say twenty four. They're two points better than the Lions at the moment. But, yeah. They've got better defence. Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll give it to them. I don't know. Sharks have been very up and down. All right. Um, That takes us on to the Reds' Sunwolves. This will be... uh, The Reds coming off a bye. um, uh, After a a win against the Sharks in Durban. uh, A historic win. They hadn't won there for a very long time. Um, So they will be fresh, revved and ready. And um, whilst I don't really think the Sunwolves... Are overly affected by where they play. They, you know, because the half their home games are in Singapore anyway. Um, the Reds, I think, really kind of grow a bit of an, uh, a third leg when they're playing at home in Suncor. You mean they get a boner? Yes, <laughs> they do, and that makes them perform better. Um, Pokes and lies out, honey. It's science. Uh, no, um, and I'd look, be, it, I'd be worried right now. Today. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get low and tackle them. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole strategy. Um, yeah. Now, uh, look, and in theory for the Sunwolves, there's really only one way um, from here, and it's, it's it should be up. Uh, Harry and I talked about how co- coach their own coach Tony Brown said that they were lucky to get zero in their, in their <laughs> yeah. 52 loss last week. So, um, yeah, really, <laughs> I'm, I'm really worried that they have given up. Mm. Like you mean that. like Harry Tucker and ours? <laughs> Larry Tucker, mate. Yeah, Larry. loser Harry. Yes. Um, so, look, anyway, in terms of what what are things that we can talk about for the Sunwolves? Um, well, the Wolfpack has been away for uh, and blocked out kind of around 10 and 11. Um, they just were over and smashed the Western Force by quite a considerable margin. And so we could see some of those players returning. Or then again, we just... Probably not. Could not. Um, <laughs> well, we know that Tony Brown says some of them won't the play Super Rugby, right? So mm. I'd hardly be jumping on Lapis Lapu Shagne and these kind of guys that are big names. Mm. But at the same time, if you see someone name. might come back. At the yeah. same time... If yeah, you see someone, names, someone they, might they come back. Hori. They play I mean, a shot of Hori. Like, yeah. they're, they're, I mean, they're looking to give guys... Exactly. Cut. Look, you know, there's, there's a few game breakers that could pop up. We've said Lapis, uh, Amanaki Mafi was starting at eight for the Wolfpack last That's week. Right. You know, if he's, if he's half a... You know, chance that you jump at him. Um, well, it's Australia, so he's probably not half a chance because he couldn't get a 
thing to get into Australia before Visa. Sure, it'll be interesting to see, yeah. see how that That's plays out. Um, Lameki as well. Yep, Lameki. And then, look, I mean, we haven't got to it yet, but uh, the eternal riddle that is Michael Little. Um, <laughs> nice. I think that either way, the Raboni Warren Boisayatho experiment at 12 is probably over. Um, he look. Mm. He, he looked good. If he, I don't think he could play twelve if he played there a long yeah, time. Yeah. But I think he's he's a back row. It's a long, yeah. It's a long term project, and that's yeah. not what you're looking for right now. No, no. They I mean, just want to get some. Points. Yeah. What, what's his name that plays inside center outside of Gido over there? He's awesome. Inside of Gido. So that's all the why. It's yep. another Yamashita or something like that. He's a very good. Yeah, oh, I don't, don't say another Yamashita or something uh, <laughs> Nakamura Ryoto Nakamura that's it does that with yes, that's it's, right. Right. Yeah. it's a silent one yeah. so I, I can telepathy it's all good, good. Um, but yeah so I think Raboni will uh, if he's starting to be back into the back row um, Harry has uh, a feeling he, he thinks that he read that Michael Little no, no, was no. targeting this round to return no. Rich, Rich Freeman said that he spoke to him at training and he two weeks ago and he said he's hoping to be back in a couple and of weeks which is this week I feel like you said something similar every week, though. Yeah, um, so do I. Well, he probably keeps saying it. <laughs> I'm, don't worry, I'm on, I'm on his Instagram, man. If he's at training, I'll know about it. <laughs> right, well, um, so, again, yeah, just we'll continue to watch this space on Michael Little. Um, and, yes, yeah, so there's not really much to talk about with the Reds. Uh, I mean, look, so for the Sunwolves, it's a big bag of who knows again. Uh, Hendrick Tui seems to be one of the only consistent players. Um, he hasn't been that consistent. He's no, I just mean last. playing consistently. He's been oh, yeah. in the team every <laughs> yeah. game. So well, what's that? Arthur as yeah. well. No, okay, true. They'll just put him somewhere. He might be halfback this week. Who knows? Just, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, but yeah, so in terms of the Reds, I don't think there's really that much to talk about. I expect pretty much the same team that ran out two weeks ago. Why would you change it after you, you won? And that was pretty much their A-string a team with players that they have available. Um, and I don't think they'll be resting anyone for this, um, even though you know the Sunwolves did just get smashed. <laughs> the moment you rest a couple of players, they'll just come back and beat you. So um, I think the only real talking points for this one is perhaps we'll see the likes of maybe Sorovi and Hawkins rotated in. You know, Chris Sotir in some good form as well, and only recently back from injury. Maybe you <clears> can <throat> still snipe him off someone. Do we see Hooper? Starting again, yeah. see if he, him doing quite well. Yeah. Well, for, Theo Fotuaika uh, is... He should be back he, as well. He yeah. should be back as, as well as... JP, Smith. Yeah. There's too many options, mate. I don't think Hooper is getting any game time. Yeah, well, that's why I dropped we, we said, we, well, I think he's a chance. We said we're excited about him. We'll see. But anyway, so I think lots of fantasy points in this one. I think the Reds outside backs will do well. Karevi will probably just crack the 100 in this one, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> CFS to score well. And that's all I'm prepared to say about this game. Okay. Reds to win by a fair bit. Cool. I'm with you. Wait. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, I'm not so confident actually. You know, it depends which well, someone's turn up. Last week yeah. I said Highlanders to win by a fair bit. You guys went on a board, yeah, but I'm, that. I'm calling right, it. Well, right. All right, fair call. Let's move on. All right, Hurricanes versus the <laughs> Rebels in Windy Wellington. I don't see this going well for the Rebels to open with. If no one was already thinking that, unless the Hurricanes decide <laughs> to rest everyone again, <laughs> no, still. I think the Barretts need a rest. Yeah, you know. They, yeah, they, they, they ran a lot of meters. Not Artie, no, no, they no, ran no. too many meters last week. They need a rest. Right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah Jordy definitely. <laughs> uh, so no new injuries for either team. Obviously, the Rebels coming off the bye. Uh, returning, we could have. But, uh, no, you mean we better have. We better have, sure. But I was going to say the Hurricanes are very bad at actually giving out medical information. But Nelson. God, he'd like inhaled and was turning red waiting to yell that, you know. So he had his calf strain. They said it was more of a precaution last week that he didn't play. So obviously yeah, then it's, it's a very good reason that he... Thanks he for losing me last week. ...should man. play this week. Right. Alex Fido has played for the Hunters since round 10. Um, they've got quite a rookie prop, a set of props on uh, the Hurricanes for the last Fra- few weeks. Mm. Fraser, mm. I think. Fraser and Armstrong. Uh, and Who's Ben May. Ben May, um, Jeff Tamang Allen. Well, Fidel's yeah. a tight head. 
So he would be behind Jeff and Ben May. But, um, but he's got big wraps on him. But Ben May is about 100 years old as yeah. well. So. Yeah, that's right. So I, I reckon he's a good chance to come back through. Mm. Toby Smith uh, was originally aiming for around 10 or 11 from his ankle injury. Oh, man, I've got we, no, I don't believe, we, no we belief have in Toby not, Smith. Yeah, I agree. We have not heard anything, though. Yeah. Like I said, the Hurricanes just don't tell, these, tell us these things. Gareth Evans was originally meant to play like 10 weeks ago, um, but he didn't make it back, <laughs> and it kept getting pushed back. So as of round 10, we thought it was a week or two away. So could be this week, should be this week, but could be next season. <laughs> well, I don't think everyone's hanging off whether he's playing or not. Well, he's good, no, he's a good Lucy, mate. He, he is a good Lucy. Lucy. He's a good Lucy. Well, I'm not hanging off. All right, cool. Jack Maddox as well got cast a couple of weeks ago, so you would hope that he's back from that. Um, in terms of the actual game, Hurricanes are on a roll. For the first time, they scored points without relying fully on La, La Mape, rather than just have him him take all yep. the go forward ball. In fact, he actually got. Fuck all points this week, Lamar. Yeah, that's like right. So he, he had Bad. a rest, but he was on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Bad for La- I feel like we said that two weeks ago. <laughs> Bad for Lamar Fiannis. Mm. Good for everybody else and good <laughs> for the Hurricanes. This was the week where they just dummied to him and all the defenders ran that way. And they're like, yeah, I'm likely to have Dane Coles back anytime soon. They're no. saying, all of a sudden, no, no, he had a calf injury. This is like yeah. a David Pocock yeah. calf injury. Exactly. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, they will not rush him back because the World Cup is What is the year of the calves, mate? Somebody calf here, mate. Just yeah. put him on the field. Put He's some Denker rub on and then get on there, mate. Nah, he doesn't move that fast anymore anyway. They just want him to play for the... He's not going to get much game time. No. Salisi uh, Rayasi, I think he's one to keep an eye on. Who knows? This is the kind of game where I could just see them going, all right, champ, have a run, mate. Get in, mate. You did get off the bench. Yeah. And if he does... Oh, I'm picking him up. Oh, he's going to be <laughs> He's a weapon. He's yeah. going to be so no, I'll good. drop in later. He's, he, just so you guys know... <laughs> yeah, just so you know, he is six foot four and 105 kg. Oh, wow. You took the, about half an hour to look that up. Thanks. I waited for the next opportunity, no, okay, man, right, and right. pounce. Okay, all right. Uh, the Rebels play a rush defence line, like a lot of teams this season, really, but a very good rush defence line. It's probably one of their strongest points of their team, mm. although they're not overly accurate. Mm. Uh, but we know that Bowden doesn't historically deal with it very well, so he seems to put a lot of little crossfield kicks in and that kind of thing uh, to try and get around the op- that that kind of game plan. Yeah, remember so the, I think, the Crusaders? They absolutely yeah, punished him. Either. That's right. No, so that's I, I think it could create a lot of opportunities for the outside backs. So I'm thinking maybe not... Um, Maddox not- is going to have a good run. <laughs> Other wing, the guy that I hope... I am glad I forgot his name. Come on, he's really... Corby, <laughs> yeah, I know, but he's, uh, he's been forgettable. He's very forgettable, so I don't think he'll get much out of it. But yeah, points for Maddox off that. I reckon TJ Perinara will probably be the guy to control the game from nine if he struggles and try and use Adi Sabia and none of his other forwards. And uh, Bodum, luckily for them, will have that Lamarpe blow off valve to relieve the pressure if they're rushing up just to dish to him. So I expect him to get a fair few uh, tight meters this week as well. Do you expect Tia to have a rest this week? Uh, if Lamb's come yeah. back, <laughs> this is now just a joke. Because Jordy can't be rested. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've said everything. Or Houston. Yeah, we we were fairly sure that he wasn't going to play last week, but we've been wrong every time. Yeah, so. Gareth Evans to come back to him I thought he was worth picking up even if he's not named this week because he should be back soon 2018 he had a 25 average at 0.41 points per minute but to put that into perspective Peter Labuschagne was 0.43 points per minute with an average of 34.6 so as he got more game time through the year he obviously got more points he's a good scorer when he's on the field don't like him Jack Maddox playing against (laughs) Chase Tiatia I would think who can't defend horrible points 
double reasons for to, for picking Maddox up this mm. week or trading for him. And the Rebels line-out is awesome. So the Hurricanes, if they can't get parity, look for them to uh, place off some more attacking yeah, they, scrums. They only won two of five or two of seven yeah. this last week. Something this yeah, week. junk. Mm. A sufferer more was a problem and Wendy Ollington. True. We'll yeah. be the same though. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Highlanders versus the Chiefs is our next Kiwi derby. This will be a which one. are always good to watch. Um, people that we, we might be missing. So Bryn Gatlin, we're waiting on scans, but just assume he won't be playing. Um, from everything that we're, they've been talking about, it just does not look like he you will be get, there. You don't get carried off like that. No. Nah. Josh McKay is a probably going to be the backup for, for um, Ioani and the number 10 jersey. Um, Aaron Major sort of threw his name out there and said he's played a fair bit of... <laughs> Um, five ages. I thought you said Aaron Major threw his own name out. He's like, look, <laughs> yeah, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah. I'm sure he could do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, back to Josh McCann. He's he played number ten for uh, the Highlanders backup team, the the Bravehearts this year. Played a fair bit there in his younger years as well, through school and age grades and, and things like and, that as well. And he'll do anything to get a bloody run. Oh shit, yeah, well, and, he, <laughs> and he'll grasp that opportunity and do well. Mm. Um, we don't really know the severity on, on Brad Weber, his shoulder injury, and Sean Wainui's hip injury. The pre games, um, both pre games, um, which may or may not have been from the same incident. <laughs> Just keep running that line, Nelson. <laughs> yep. People that were likely to be returning. So Liam Squire and Waseki Naholo are both recovering ahead of their schedule. I know you don't need to roll that L in Naholo, but I like to do it. I don't even know if that's rolling. Um, it's but not. yeah, so. <laughs> I bet you he doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care what he wants. Um, Say it again. Naholo. Are you actually rolling? Yeah. <laughs> that's actually not Let's waste more time. Let's waste more time. Unconfirmed. Yeah. So there, there's unconfirmed reports that it may have just been made up by me that Naholo has been having that magic Fijian juice from his uncle, um, which sounds dirtier when I say it like that. He's ahead of time, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's ahead of time. He might just recover really quickly, and everyone should be testing him, but we we haven't. Um, it's the car, Jack Dibbs. <laughs> yeah. Jack Debrasini was also concussed in round 10. We don't have any reports whether he's going to be back or not. That was a bad one. Um, but it was a pretty bad concussion, so we'll sort of have to wait and see. He is a good option and has potential if he is named. And whilst we thought Marty was starting to look good, he's been shit. Yeah. I did call it. Yep. Te Roa Tahurirangi replaced Weber and didn't have the same Nailed spark it. that we thought uh, Weber has had or that he had um, last season. Mm. He hasn't really taken those minor opportunities that he've had, he's had. This might be his first real decent minutes. Despite being picked in the All Blacks over Weber. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that, surely something's got to change there, you'd assume. But yeah. um, Sean Winery was also replaced by Ateni Nanasaturo. Um, he, if he starts again, he could be definitely worth a pickup. He, he's he's a real talent. However, this week shows that his pro- like his results probably hinge on the Chiefs doing anything and not getting flogged. Like he got okay, I think he got thirty seven points, mm. um, but it's not the same as if you've got DMAC creating gaps for you left, right, and centre and throwing you the ball. His numbers no, are good. Man. I, no, no, he's so good. Get, he finds a way to get points. Yeah. In, in like even if the whole team's doing terrible. I agree. I, I actually reckon he's, he can create points. I, I remember early in the season he did it a lot when they were terrible. Exactly. Yeah, early, early on, he did. First couple of weeks, he did. Yeah. First couple of chances he had. Yeah, yeah, I reckon he's solid. Solid. Look, I'm talking him down. I want him. Um, <laughs> so you guys ignore that. Larry, um, Larry you know who to pick. That's it. Um, I'll just throw it out there. So he's probably not going to be back, or well, he's definitely not going to be back. Sam Kane, uh, he's been doing contact, and he might be seen as what they're saying in the next few weeks. But 
he's not going to be rushed back, so he's not really worth a gamble. But just keep your eye on him if he if he does sort of pop he's up. An average or, fantasy yeah. player anyway. He has he's a thirty point year, Todd. He was very good. No, last, last year he was a thirty point Todd, mate. Oh, okay. He was literally thirty points. An average before that. Um, the, the Chiefs to me just look like lost children in the supermarket at the moment. They're, they're looking around where Daddy D Mac is. Um, Nelson's found many of them before. So yeah, I love a good Daddy D. Uh, um, Mac D Mac D Mac. I just. <laughs> Um, they, they've lost at home against the Lions and then they got pumped by the Hurricanes where on the other side of it in the last two rounds the Highlanders um, have beaten the Blues and slaughtered the Sun Puppies 52-0 Brody Retallick is what Harry? He's back! And I mean that's that's obviously massive for them yeah. um, so there's some, some guidance between him and Anton Leonard Brown um, but realistically I think they're not going to get the job done here um, what do you boys think? Last time they played each other was in, in round one when they were still the Sun Chiefs and they lost at home 27-30. And this time they're away from home and in pretty poor form. Yeah, look, the Highlanders are just coming into form. They're playing at home and they're just... I reckon yeah. it's going to bash them. Yeah, I agree. Just, yeah, just, yep. you know, Highlanders are in a good, good streak. They're going to win by a decent amount. Yeah, the Highlanders have shown they don't need the ball to win the game. Give it a few more weeks. going to bash them. End of the season, probably not, but we might see the Sun Chiefs back. How good. All right. Well, that brings us on to the Brumbies taking on the Blues in the most boring city in Australia, uh, at home in Canberra. Uh, for this war, uh, possibly returning co-captain of the Blues, Blake Gibson, from a knee injury, um, and Tanyelu Talea um, yep. from his red card. Um, what was it? It was a high tackle? In the end, we're assuming that they're calling last week's by a club game for him to miss. We haven't that heard seems, that. Seems to be yeah, the play. Every, every, but everyone does that. Everyone so if they didn't do it, he's stupid. Yeah. Uh, whether, whether or not he'll be selected, who knows. But uh, he, was, yeah. he was doing real well out on the right wing. He was wing. Like has not lit the world alight. He has not. No, that's fair to say. He's been pretty average. Um, for the Brums returning, the enigma of David Pocock, the calf tear that keeps getting worse... As I said, as a non-trained uh, anything to do in the health field, pretty sure you just put Danko Rub on it and it Clearly gets fixed. Clearly, the better player you are, the worse your injury is. If I tear my calf, I'm back within days. Yeah, because they don't really care about mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, And also, for the Brumbies, Lockie McCaffrey back from an aggravated medial ligament. Yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, that's just a knee injury that's been aggravated, right? Yes. Yeah, good. Yeah, so we don't know. We sh- he should be back. They said earlier that he'll be back. He's an angry man. He's always aggravated. Um, <laughs> the Blues coming off a bye after being completely dominated by the Highlanders. A lot more than the 24 to 12 scoreline suggested in round 10. Um, they were just thoroughly outplayed that game. So it would have been back to the drawing board for them. Uh, if Blake Gibson's back, pretty simple. Dalton Papali'i to the bench, you'd imagine. Uh, I can't see them subbing out the big sauce in at number six. You guys are looking at some type of points, but Harry is very excited by the big sauce. Yeah, big oh yeah, good. big sauce. Um, so yeah, I would imagine. He'll... Sorry, I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, option. I know. I was just, <laughs> that's why I paused it and said it again. I just thought you'd want to get in. Um, so yeah, I think Papa Lee to the bench, big sauce, Akira, and BG by Gibson on. Um, BG's not that good. I mean, don't do that again. BG. He's not worth it, mate. Tell him to score more than 10 fantasy points in the minute now. Oh, fair enough. Um, and, yeah, look, the team's pretty stock standard. I, I think the only thing we'll see for sure that has not been a definite this season has been that the Blues will start their all-black props because uh, this is going to be a battle of the forward pack and a battle of two test front rows, basically. 
Um, you know, the Brumbies have the Wallaby front row, and so I expect them to start Big Carl and uh, Ofatuanga Fassi. Nice, the two twos. Uh, mm. um, yeah, otherwise, okay, so I think most of the team picks itself, really. Um, the back line, SBW still out, so Nonuf, TJ Faini, Nanai, you can't stop playing that man. And um, left wing, he, well, he does need to have two rest weeks, though. Unless they don't make the finals. It won't be against the Chiefs, mate. Mate, it's definitely not going to be this week. Yeah. This is a very important game. They're for not them. playing they the Chiefs. They're playing the Brumbies, but that's all right. It's a good, it's a good, good mm. keep up. Um, <laughs> no, but Rico Yuani. So look, we good think, point, Harry. Huh? Look, they've just come off a bye. Okay, they've just <laughs> because that confirms that he's going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, they've just come off a bye week. Um, so it would be hard. You'd be hard pressed to rest him right now. But Rico does still need two rests in oh. theory. Although last year Tano Manga didn't rest Rico or it's not Tano this year. So. And Taniela Talea is back, so there is an extra outside back hanging around. Plus, and, and so is Matt Duffy as well. Matt Duffy's come yeah, off the bench a couple back. times. And Clark's poo, so give it to him. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> just putting that on the radar. Although we don't think it'll happen this week, but yeah. So the Blues team basically picks itself. Brumbies similar. Um, I guess the only real questions for the Brums are they they well, I mean so they could be hugely boosted by having potentially David Pocock and Lockie McCaffrey back. It'll be pretty much a different team with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't even know if you pick Pete Samu at six or if you paid, pick uh, Tommy Cusack. I think Rob Valentini is there. I think McCaffrey is probably the, the bigger of those two at the moment. No, mm. no. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, obviously Pocock's awesome, but the mm. Brumbies' defense is awesome no matter what at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And the but back row get the work done. Well, he links well. He's, but he's, he's been. You he can't been, underestimate the the pilfer at the right moment and how much that can change the game. Though. Yeah, but the Brumbies defense is already good, mate. It doesn't make a difference. You can defend well, but steal the well, ball. Yeah, and on the fantasy front, you're more excited about Lockie McCaffrey. Yeah, of course, for sure. For sure. Um, so yes, that'll be big. And then yeah, for the Brums, um, I guess. Uh, sorry. So another exciting point is um, they'll definitely want to run those guys out if they can. Uh, because remember the Brumbies said as well that they will not be resting any Wallabies at yeah. home games because they True. want to put everyone out in front of their home fans. And well, McCaffrey's that's, not a Wallaby. That's good signs for owners of TK, uh, the Choo Choo, Tavidika and Drani, because yep. he has played every minute of every game so far, and I need him to continue playing every minute of every game. Um, but yes, so uh, last question, Brumbies to start, do, do we stick with Tom Wright? Or yeah. in the inside centre? I, I, I think, think so. He, he looks better. But mind you, Simone didn't do too shabby. He did a few good runs yeah, when he came on. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And Joe Powell back to start, and that'll do that one. Yep. Boom. Bulls Tars. The Horror Tars. Bulls to win and move on. Yeah, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. So injuries in this one. you got Jetty Holloway has a three-week ban for him. Uh, elbowing Thomas Dutoit right, you know, in his shot. I think but he was guys, trying to so fly. He was trying to fly off his face. It's okay. Yeah. Ned Haddigan's back. Yeah, okay, we'll get there. Thanks, mate. Jack Dempsey <laughs> has a back injury, Tolo Lato, a calf injury, Rory O'Connor, a rib injury, and all three did not tour, so won't play this game or the next. Jade Stigling has a concussion, touch and go for this week, I would say. Jesse Creel and Berger Adendal, both very unlikely to play. Creel's ankle, Adendal's eye, we've talked about before. I can't believe I called him Adendal, not Berger. Um, returning, you got Tommy Robinson from his ACL injury. It's about only been October that he had the injury. So yeah. It's been about six months. So it's a quick, quick return, firstly, for a guy that needs to develop a lot of force in the scrum. Their yeah. original plan was to play two weeks of club footy this week before looking to reintegrate him into the team after that. This week but, and next week, yeah. That's right. 
Yeah, not play two games in a row. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> play yeah. first and second grade. Thanks for keeping me honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, because of the, the injuries to their props, they've taken him over into the tour squad. So to, to me, considering that time frame and what their plan was, HH will continue to start all tour. Hmm. But uh, I would think, you know, from that onwards, he, he's probably going to start to get a little bit less minutes. And you know, he's obviously not going to get the 75 minutes he's we, played. No, he gave you that scoop, scoop last week. I saw him in the background training, but... Um, yeah. I think it should be just worth Sell noting. Now. Worth noting again, he's a great pick up if you can pick him up because he was the second highest average yeah. prop last Tommy year. Robbo. Played yeah. all the minutes. He won't get huge wins this year, but he will still be worth points. When he, yeah. with the, the, the thing about him is he just doesn't he doesn't make mistakes. He's not going to lose you points. He's yeah. just going. Yeah. Ned Hannigan back from his MCL injury. He'll obviously slot right back in. Hopefully not. Willie Miller. <laughs> he can play six. Willie Miller could, but <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Put Lottie Swinton in there, mate. Jason, Jason Jenkins yeah. should be back as well. He's been training with the squad since round 10, only narrowly missed out of their last game. Shog Brits is back from his van after copying an extra week. And then Ackers from the that best, same stinker. The best bloke in Super Rugby. Absolutely, apparently. Uh, Ryan Steenkamp is meant to be in and amongst it with concussion. Uh, he had that jaw fracture. Who knows if he's actually going to be back. Mm. I reckon he probably won't be. The Bulls have this never-ending injury list all the time, and Kim Agaba. They also have a ne- to be around as well. They also have a never-ending list of back rowers. We say that all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roloff Schmidt's not even getting to run with the squad yeah. anymore after being apparently Springbok. Like the best actually. guy ever. Though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, HGH in same form. We talked about him. Um, time to trade him, I would think. 61 points this week. I yeah. still think he's going to get a good couple of weeks, but you're not going to get a better time to trade him than now. No, he's at his highest value right now. Yeah. So if you're in our league listening to the pod, don't trade with Harry. Yeah, yeah we'll, I'll tell him that anyway. I'll find out who doesn't, basically. <laughs> yeah. uh, Damien, I want him the next two weeks. I, I do a bold message to everyone but you each week. Don't pick up <laughs> Maragagi. This is why. Don't, Damo... don't tell him about the group we have that he's got <laughs> yeah. in. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> Uh, Damo Fitzpatrick owners rejoice no Latu basically just means he just keeps on getting big minutes mm. and he's obviously scoring very well what's his average he gets like 50 points every game he's he is huge he's top 4 yeah, yeah. Uh, Tommy Staniforth likely to get a start at lock they mm. do like him for his physicality obviously the Bulls are a very very physical team unless Hannigan goes into lock no it won't happen Flanagan will play at 6 Wells at 8 yeah. so Mike, Cooper at 7 I think that's pretty open and shut I agree um I'll come back to Tommy Stanforth's stats later because he in our dessert he's he's going to have a big one if you if yep. you want to. He just looks like he's a hundred years old though. He does. Um, <laughs> he's new ball centre pairing, losing both Berger and Creel. My bet is JT Jackson at twelve, Dylan Sage at thirteen. Not sure what else their alternatives are. I know Sage just played twelve and thirteen this year. JT is listed as an inside centre and been on the bench a couple of times. Any picks, guys? Any insights? Other the, than that? I mean, you've got it down here. The Libok at yeah. 10, Pollard at 12. Yeah, that's right. That's my upset. Money Libok, 10. That it? Pollard at 12. I just don't reckon... Look, I, don't, I reckon Hulman's too boring to do it. Yeah. Well, I reckon he is, but if you were going to pick anyone to do it against, it'd be, it'd be us. The, that's yeah. Right, you know. And then you would think that Roscoe Speckman should be in and amongst it to come back and get a run with Stickling having his concussion as well. Mm. Um, basically, I think this is Bull's first choice forward pack, second rate back line. Tars on the flip side have gone from scoring five tries a game in 2018 to three a game this year before as he left, and now two a game since. I don't think they're going to be able to penetrate the Bulls' attacking uh, <laughs> defensive line, sorry, mm. um, especially lacking their forward runners. And if their plan is to move these big South African forwards around, it's not happening in altitude nah. with the team they've got. So I think this spells trouble for the Tars. I think they'll get done by 10 to 15 and, points. And, at least. and Pollard's going to win that territory oh, kicking yeah. battle. They're going to play a 10-man game, throw their big ball carriers at them. They're going to take every point on offer. And I'm rec- I reckon you've got to be putting money on Snyman, 
Dwayne Vermeulen, Chuck Britz, Lizzo, Kubota, one of those guys are getting a try at least. Yep, for sure. So the final match of the round is the Haguares versus the Stormers. You boys went pretty long over time there, so I'll so keep this one nice and short. Oh. <laughs> um, so new injuries, obviously we said Tukalet missed last week as a precaution. Um, so we're not too sure what's going to happen this week, so or, you're going to have to... Okay. Yeah, we don't really care. Um, <laughs> and Nahul Tetez Chaparro, uh, we have no update on what's happening with him at the moment as well. Ryan Nell won't be playing. Peter Steph Detroit has not been named in the squad, so he won't be playing. In terms of people that were returning, we've got Nochi, who was playing in the development side a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he's been named in the touring squad. Yako Kotsia has been named in the touring squad. Um, Khaleesi Malhoba. Um, we're both rested last week. Um, Joaquin, oh, Joaquin Bonisha. Rested this week. They're being rested this week. Yeah, sorry. Getting rested. This, they this will week. be rested. They will not yeah. play this week. They will not play this week. Yeah. Joaquin Bonisha was available last week, but he was not picked. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see whether we see him come in. I can't see him coming into the starting side if he wasn't picked last week. So maybe we see him on the bench. Um, Martin Lendajo could be back from his fractured jaw. We don't have an update. Um, Moyano is back training with the squad, and Matias Moroni is on track to return this week with a few little tests he's still got to do and, and things he's got to meet. Uh, this could literally be said about every game, um, <laughs> but this is going to be a game decided literally by mistakes and, and how they can limit them. Uh, it's going to be two sides, both wanting to play pretty much test match footy, um, tough up front. It's, there's going to be a, a strong component of their kicking games and defence. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely going to be a, an interesting one in the set piece. So if you like your scrums, this is going to be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jaguares have 80% scrum success, which isn't too high. Generally, when you think of a so team like surprising, them. Surprising, yeah. Yeah, and the Stormers have 88%. The, um, the Hags have 100 out of 113 line-out wins, while the Stormers are 139 out of 153. So they're both solid. Um, the Storm is locks, so Etzebeth should be back, which means we should see more than one point. What do you think, Kagi? <sighs> Maybe two, so. three? Let's, let's, let's go, son. Um, in his first game of the season, he won 12 lineouts. That's 24 points. Mm. Um, expect him to be their go-to, go-to man in line He's no, just so solid. With no Peter Steph, and if we get word Jade Shigling's out, it's going to be more uh, I don't. Yeah. He's been named in the touring squad, so he's Who? not out. Shigling. Oh, you saw he has been? He's not injured, mate. You guys keep saying yeah. it. He, I know, he, he keeps saying it. Of- say things enough. They happen. Ken Silleri uh, was hot stepping like Harry said last week, but with Moyano, Moyano back, uh, he's quite potentially going to miss out. Mm-hmm. Um, we might see Moyano come back through the bench. Um, another thing was Miotti. He he guided that match quite well with his kicking game. Um, I don't think he did too much in terms of uh, his attack other than that, but it, it was something that was really important for them last week. Um, and I think so. He, he's earned himself for, for mine another start. Every team in this conference, boys, mm. how many wins? Every single team in this conference, five wins. That losses. is insane. Not and everyone four losses. Five losses for some. Yeah. So some two teams have played nine, three teams have played uh, ten. They keep interesting. Just roll your dice yeah, when you put Holy shit, that is close, boys. Um, in round five, these two teams went at it, and the Hags were sent home crying with their tails between their legs. Uh, after losing thirty-five to eight, do we think we're going to see the same again here, boys? What's your call, Harry? What do you think? Hags to win at home. They're on a pretty good run of form. Do we think the Hags are going to win, Harry? Or do we think the Storm is going to? 
Uh, Bring him back to earth. I, I reckon the Jaguars at home probably have the Najee. Like, like you said, I, I think a couple more injuries around that tight five. Even it's about not quite back up to full form just yet. Yeah, my, my pick's Hags. I'm thinking Hags 5 to 10. They've got a few of the cavalry coming back as well. Yep. Craig's? Yeah, right. I'll, I'll, I'll fall in line. What? I'll fall in the line. The Hags are at home, mate. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Wait, which is the shitty team at the moment? That's the Stormers? <laughs> it's the Stormers. <laughs> yep. All right. Just wait, isn't it whoever's, whoever's higher on the table? He's going to lose. Just, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. So All right. Well, good. That concludes our main course. I'm pretty full, but I can always find room for... Um, you definitely can. Oh, yeah, I can. Uh, <laughs> what can I find room for, Harry? What you got? What you got? Do with that dessert? Oh. Oopah doobity. Oh, dramatic pause. Oh. Damn. I didn't see that coming. That... That has almost, but Did not you? made up for, but very close to making up for all the shit you've done wrong. Did you the last work week. on that all week? That, that you know, <laughs> I literally the... just decided as I went. So don't plan things. All right. Well, as we said for dessert, we're going to talk about the PPMs. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I'm just putting a voice. Yeah, yeah, it's not nice. mate. Points per minute. Uh, very different accent. It's like another way of looking <laughs> at players that aren't necessarily getting much time. Yeah. But uh, will be very valuable if they do get some if, time. If you, you buddy up your PPMs with players we think are going to get more minutes, whether it be from injury or they're working their way back in or whatever it is, that's where this stuff starts to get quite deep and, and quite interesting looking forward. And so we're not really looking at the players who have only played like one game, played five minutes and just happened to score a try, you know, so no. their points per minute are through the roof. We're looking at players that have at least played a couple of games yep. for the most part. Um, so, yeah, well, I guess I'll kick it off then with props since uh, that's just my domain, um, even though I didn't write any of this. But Nelson and I were talking before and we gave him props last week. Harry Hooper. Yep. Youngster from the Reds, 20 years old. Um, he has a point per minute of 0.76. Huge. So he's only got an average of 22.8 points, um, given that all the, I mean, in that you've got to think that all of the all of his performances bar one have been off the bench. Yep. Um, but he's and his last three, and he was big off the bench, and he's been and, and, and yeah. bigger when he had his start as well. Absolutely. So what did he? Oh, I wish we had here what he got when he started. But uh, oh, he got thirty points. I remember now. He was for you last yeah, week. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So high high PPM for him. He. I just really like him. He looks like a really young slipper. Um, he's just he's good around the park. Great hands. He's a slimmer slipper. So and, I, I think that what matters here though. Okay, good points per minute. Is he going to start? So, look, I still think, I said it last week, I think there's a chance. Look, okay, to be frank, J.P. Smith will be starting. Um, you, you More just than go, you, You've got to take your experience. But, uh, but Brad Thorne is, if, if you're going to pick anyone to pick a youngster and give him a crack, Brad Thorne has 100%. been all about it. So. Okay, well, no one, no one known Shitoli. Uh, what's his name, the other prop for the line? Shitoli. Sadi. Sadi, yes, yeah, someone owns Carlos Sadi. Hmm. No other props have a buy this week. So you can afford to carry him on your bench. Do you carry Harry Hooper on your bench? No. Okay, pick let's Tom, move on then. Pick up Tom Robinson. Um, <laughs> all right, and then look, other props with high P, uh, PPMs. The Beast, Tendai, Mta, Mta, Matawira. <laughs> wow, never mind. Uh, Tendai, Matawira. The man is now the most capped Super Rugby player of all time. Not that this affects fantasy points. No, he's points. not. Sorry, he's not like man. seventh. South African. South African. South African. Yeah. South African. I just missed that Come one. On, mate. One little caveat. Yeah. A very um, important part. And he has a PBM of 0.65. Just been crushing it this year. Um, he just really obviously... I can't like, believe how good he's been. Like, like, yeah. like I was in doubt he was going to make the Rugby World Cup squad anyway, just so people would uh, have their omen. Uh, Lizzo Gaboka, uh, 0.63. So the other week we um, we touted who who, who we, did we see being in the top two at the end of the season, and I we picked him as Kicks one. Yep. Yeah, so I see him to continue his form. He just runs a lot of metres. 
Alex Hodgman, 0.63. He's been great when he's been starting. I know he's featured in and out of your team, Harry. Yeah, I um, reckon he's probably not going to start, like you said. Though. That's, that's my bad. Problem. So I reckon he's actually going to fall down a little bit. Absolutely. HJH. ranked very highly. HJH, Harry Johnson Holmes, 0.62. He's been the bedrock of your success this year, basically. Talked about him, yeah. Uh, Atu Moli, 0.58. So he's a um, he's in the all-black squad. Two, ba- two games Young back from injury, got his first start. They obviously put Angus Davao to the other side of the scrum, back to the side he likes as well. So yeah, he should be. Yeah, he's, he's a good player and could get more minutes. So he's a good pick, I reckon. Absolutely. And uh, and then Alex Fidow, um, 0.56. He's a player I absolutely love. Try scoring machine. Um, and again, if he's if he's, if he's starting, you'd pick him in high bet. Absolutely. So. He's got that Asafa Amur running game. When those two played together a couple of years ago. <laughs> he does. Just watch, he's watch, a beast. Just watch those Wellington Lions highlights, oh, so mate. Good. They score tries all year. So hookers? Mm. Uh, Again, Harry special. <laughs> <laughs> we put this one it's down just, first. Yeah. <laughs> Cody Taylor, as you can all guess, is first on 0.79 points per minute. He's also got a 40.3 average, so that just gives you some context for the rest of them. And he hasn't even—I feel like he hasn't even got started yet. You know, no, do I? It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Number two, Augustine Creevy, mm. 0.77 points per minute. At the moment, he's only got a 29.5 average, so 0.02 difference in points per minute but an 11-point difference in averages. Pick him up. I reckon he had a quiet year last year. Before that, he was a weapon. Can I? I honestly think that he's going to get more minutes now as we build towards the World Cup over Montoya. So, big big minutes, big points. Something we talked about early on in the year is, over the last two, three years, he's actually got less minutes every year Mm. on average. He's dropped 10, 20 minutes each year, which is massive. Absolutely. But, yeah, working the way to the World Cup, maybe we see him build up a little bit. But They've just been resting. I've convinced you. They've been wrestling with the workload. He's going to play every minute at the Bloody World yeah. Cup. That's yeah, 100%. I think he'll, he'll start to build. Hmm. Flair Foyinga, next point seven six with a 44 average. He's not changing. Hasn't even been scoring the role in more tries. Yeah, no, but he scores off other ones now, yeah. which is awesome. <laughs> Shadow Hori, Hori uh, Air, sorry, uh, 0.75. He got his first game this week, 30 points from his 40 minutes. And I would say after how bad they were last week, they're going to want to get some talisman players starting. So hmm. good chance that he'll be in and amongst it. That was most of the points from the Sunrise. I think I, forgot, I think I must have forgot to mention but the Sunwolves only got 203 fantasy points this week which is basically you know just two Seve Reese's oh. performances um, <laughs> that's right so. or one Geordie Barrett that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that <laughs> um, Dane Coles 0.66 but we don't know if he'll ever be back again Malcolm Marks 0.66 interesting to see that he's a fair bit lower down there as well mm. obviously he just plays so many minutes that it doesn't matter though Asafa Amur 0.62 points per minute so I ragged him a bit for how bad his set piece was but if he gets a start over Riccatelli here and there if there's no Dane Coles around mm. he actually scored 50 this week even though he couldn't throw him we get big negatives for not mm. being able to throw so too, he's a good player that can score some good minutes points sorry mm-hmm. uh, so the next ones are the locks I mean the no surprise with RG Snyman after he had a massive week in his first week he's only played two he has a 0.72 average uh, Points per minute, PPM, or PPM, if you ask Kagi. Um, he's got a 52-point average, but it is worthwhile noting he got 35 points last week after his massive score the week before. I think around that 35-point mark is probably where I see him. That's I don't... Yeah. yeah. So that will probably slightly come down a little bit. Um, so th- 35 points probably won't have him sitting at the top of this, this area. He'll probably be a little bit more sort of towards that... I don't know, 8 to 10 or something like that, um, or, or maybe slightly higher. Tom Staniforth, 
Uh, he's got a 0.67, which is massive, seeing as he's got a 25-point average. He has had one start where he got 71 minutes, and he had 40 points that week. He is definitely someone that if he's getting a start, he could be a, a real, real solid player. Yeah, I, I, if I was going to take a big pun on someone this week, it would probably be centre-fourth. He works hard. Yeah, I was going to say he's, he'd never find his way into my fantasy. No. He works hard, man. He works like, very you, hard. Don't get me wrong. You, you want R.G. Snyman over of him. Course. You want Luke Jones over him, these kind of guys. But, but if you need someone... If you need someone, I reckon he's going to pick. He not, works not for you. You shouldn't be here. I'm um, to play it to get one uh, point. Another one that, if he's named, <laughs> is, is worth a pick-up. You, hello. Uh, he's got 0.63. Yeah, now I'm going to stick with you. Right, um, could be back from his Wolfpack duties. We're not too sure what's going on there. But if he is named, he is a valuable player. We've seen Hatting playing six. That does open up space for, for you, hello, if he's going to the shout lot. Out, shout out to Will Chanel's. Uh, I hope I said it right on Twitter. I asked uh, Freeman, Rich Freeman, if what was going on with the Wolfpack, and he said that uh, Will Chanel has chimed in and said not for the next two weeks in terms of the the Wolfpack players again. Touring squads have been announced on their website. Also missing the son of Walter Little. Oh. He says the last point needs to be verified, quoting from memory. So we don't know okay. about Michael Little apparently. But apparently the Wolfpack are out and about for a couple more weeks. But I searched, I can't find anything. Yep. So the search continues, but it doesn't sound good for uh, those Japanese Does that just about players. do it for you, Matt? Are you over son of Walter Little? No, not until I see the article, mate. Right now, if he's going from memory, he might know that I have Michael Little. Yeah, oh, no, right. yeah maybe, maybe I am Is this him. one of your, your accounts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is, it's true. Um, so the next one's Kane Leopepe. He's got 0.57. Uh, he was propped up last week by a try. He only played 44 minutes off his start. He did play 59 the week before. Um, his last three are 15, 20, and 39 points. With that try last week, I mean, you like take that away, points, and yeah, yeah it, it's it's not that good. I don't expect him to stay up Still there. Still don't understand how he's starting over Walker Lewerry. No, no, no. Neither, neither do I. So, I mean, he's not someone I'd be rushing to pick up. Thomas Franklin's got 0.54. No, he's someone um, I'd pick up. He seemed to have his, his start uh, pretty much locked down. Not a 31.9 average, um, but 44.73 round average and 38.85 round average. If he's free, he shouldn't be. Yeah. But if he's free, he's worthwhile well, picking up. 80 points. Yeah. 80 points last yeah. week. His 31 average is going up. His 31 average he is just, going up. He just looks angry, man. Yeah. He just gets worked up. He, he is someone... He, he could find himself pretty much on the top of this list yeah. by the end of the year. I don't know about that, but he's very good. I mean, we said RG Snyman's going down. Yu Hilo's not there. Le Pepe's not there. Uh, the points per minute list, sure. Yeah. That's so, it. So it's a bit... Um, it's a bet. Yeah, he's forty-eight points. Don't miss him though. Um, yeah, sorry. He got one one point last week. That brings him down. 40, forty-eight points per minute. Zero point four eight. <laughs> um, Tom Robinson forty-seven. Peter Steff to forty-seven. Zero point four seven. Luke Jones point four five. Tommy Robinson only zero point. There's, there's a lot of guys there in yeah, the. This is, the so this is my point. Points. You're butchering this. Let me just say it. Tom Robinson point <laughs> four seven. Peter Steff to toy point four seven. Luke Jones point four five. Guido Petty point four two. And Matt Phillip point four two. All these guys are big name lot. But their points per minute are not very good. So my point is, they're good when they play every minute. But if they start to get that compromised for whatever reason, then you need to really seriously consider getting rid of them fast. Mm. Yep. Analysis. Yeah, that Analysis. was going to be my next line. Oh, was science. <laughs> well, I mean, good. Right, let's get. Well, yeah. let's move to back rows. Boom. Shannon Frizzell, the big man, zero point seven six points per minute. He is a forty-four average. And uh, the only thing that is going to stop this rampaging monster could be return of Liam Squire. 
uh, who would like to push his way back to the All Black squad. Um, Artie Sevilla, 0.72, 56.1 average, 69 three-round average. Uh, Artie's been killing it. We've talked enough about him on this pod. I know I won't get Harry started. Um, he's <laughs> incredible. Vetu Douglas has been a little bit absent in recent weeks, despite still playing. You always um, say Vetu. There's no V or V sound. Fetu. Fetu. Well, Fuck look, with. if we're going to say the whole thing, it's Fetu Camo Camo <laughs> Douglas. Um, he has a PPM of 0.65. So that we were concerned when Kieran Reid came back where he would uh, fit in, but quite clearly it seems that he fits in at six and Talfua is playing that impact role off the bench. Um I think, obviously, Kieran Reid will probably still get rested at least once, so he'll get another start at eight. But uh, he's he hasn't been hot the last two weeks or so, but I still expect a lot from him for the rest of the season. Uh, Dan Dupree, 0.64. Marco Van Staden, 0.61. So, sorry, with Dan Dupree, we'll see if he gets affected. He has been yet to be affected by yep. the return of John Luke, brother, brother John Luke Dupree, but we'll see. Uh, Marco Van Staden, 0.61. He's only been back two games, I think, uh, but he's just he's just a hard worker, so he fits into that um, you know that myriad he's of like good. thirty yeah, he's back rowers. Done. But he's he's good. He was I mean he was in Springboks last year. Uh, Luke Jacobson, the tackle machine, 0.57 uh, points per minute. He's got a 37.7 average and a five round average of 43.4. Lachlan Boshier <clears> was not a name I expected to read on this list, but 0.55 points per minute. I think that's been helped particularly yeah, in his last week two, week. two yeah. weeks. He's had some pretty big weeks. But, tries, I think. but yeah, so his average is 34.4, three round 54, five round 47.4. So he's been lighting it up recently. Uh, and then we've got Elliot Dixon, 0.54. So he's only really been playing the last couple of weeks. But uh, his last three scores, he's got 49, 34, 19. Um, and I think his, his minutes will start to drop off. Yeah. Uh, Luke Whitelock back, back to eight, yeah. Frizzell six. Yep. Like we said, Squire maybe coming back. Yeah. Uh, and last one, John Luke Dupree. We spoke about his brother. He's already at John Luke's already at zero point four six points per minute. He's at twenty three um, average for games, um, but he, he's he's just getting started. You have to yeah, look. I mean, he's got, my guess would be he'll warm back into it. Last year, a zero point seven four point average. Yeah. What was uh, he? Se- your se- second top, no, second massive. top highest average back rower yeah. last year. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Um, my boy Akira was taking. No. Akira. No. He had more. He Akira had zero point six one points per minute. Points like averages. So anyway, big stuff from John Luke. Um, And yeah, that'll kick us on to Scrum Halves. Yep. Scrum Halves. Falau Fakatava. 1.24 points per minute. Insane. That's a a good amount of points per minute. For a total of (laughs) 14.3 for his average. Huge. Terrible. But the point is, (laughs) if he gets a crack, which he probably won't now that... um, the next Aaron the, Smith. The, the, well, yeah, because the actual Aaron Smith <laughs> is back from injury, so he probably won't have a rest for a while. But huge if you can get him for a week. Teddy McDermott, 0.75. My boy. 48.73 round average, just scoring insanely. Uh, TJ Perinara, 0.64, so another step down. But then Herschel Yanchi is just behind him on 0.61. Uh, it's a 33.4 average for him, a 47 three-round average. The only worry there is if he loses game time for Jano Vermark, but he's not in the squad, I don't think, for the game this he week. He was not named. Yeah, so at least one more week of those points, but I, I think he'll keep going. Augustine Pulu, 0.59 for only an 18.3 average. Will he ever get another run? Surely he's got another start or two. Both, him, I think both you and I have held him on our bench a couple yeah. of weeks and seen nothing. <laughs> he's but... clearly slipped down the pecking order. Very disappointing. Mm. Justin, so he's just he's, he's pissed someone off basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's, the, yeah, he's definitely slipped with the coach's daughter. <laughs> uh, Justin Phillips, 0.58. Michael Ruru, 0.57. Jamie Booth, 0.57. 
Teteora Tahurirangi, 0.56. Richard Judd, 0.55. These are the guys that if they get a one-week start, they're the ones you take a risk yep. on because they score big. Mm. Yep. That Excellent. Very good. Nelson, fly halves. So the next position is Lefla half. So obviously the guy that's sitting on top of that is Bodine Barrett. Bodine? Uh, 0.55 points per minute, sitting with 42.6 um, which uh, average, which is massive. He is not sitting on top of the three-round average. That is Richie Mawanga, who's currently sitting in third for points per minute with 0.52. Between them is Jack Debrasini, who has 0.53. His average is 13.7 because he gets injured within five minutes of every time he takes the field. So you've got basically Bodine and uh, Mwanga. Mwanga is in better form. Do we see him get a few more points per minute and actually slot his way up and, and sit above Bodie? My so. thought is yes. Um, below them we have um, Isaac Lucas. He has gone the way of the hairs in the front of my hairline and he is missing. No one knows where he has gone. Um, he has got 0.47 points per minute. I don't think we'll see him. We're very unlikely to see him again. But if he starts or, or he's got that opportunity, he is worth points. Yeah, another one of those good super subs. Yep. So if he's named, keep an eye on him. Um, Domingo Miotti, he's got 0.46 points per minute. He's got a 24-point average. He's had a few starts now. He's starting to sort of control that team pretty well. Um, yes, a little bit with his boot, but I think he's probably earned himself some decent minutes. He might but, be a 30 average player, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also Benicia's coming back, so it's going to change his minutes. He, he's probably going to be sitting, as, as Harry said, around that you, 30. You've put all your eggs in his basket, basically, in your family. <clears throat> I would definitely put my eggs in his basket. Andre Pollard has 0.44 uh, with a 34.9 average. Damien Valemsi, 0.39. Yeah, we're Boom. apparently the best fullback in the world. Um, what, what do you think about him, Harry? Yes, well, all I'm thinking is his average isn't amazing, although it's obviously coming up a little bit more recently. But if the coach is going to come out and say he's the best fullback in the world, then he should be getting more yeah, minutes huge to start minutes. every single week. Huge minutes. Um, either way, if he's, he's playing 10 or 15, you know he's not going to want to pass he's, it. He's, he's going to climb. Run up. He's going to climb. Yeah. He's, he's, if you can get in cheap, oh my God, do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Joshuani, so since he's been back starting, um, the Highlanders have definitely turned their, their game around. Um, he's got a 22-point average, but he's got a 38.3, a 38.3 round average um, with 0.38-point minutes. Um, so that's pretty solid. I think he's someone who's going to work his way up the list, um, and we'll probably see him sitting above someone like um, Domingo Miotti and, and things like that with averages. All right, Kagi, can you take us through the centers? I think I can. Um, top of the log, Alex Nankavel, 0.74 PPMs. Um, he's only got a average of 24.1 this season, but that's uh, that comes down to the game time he's going to get versus Timur Manu. Um, Karevi, the one who you would have thought would be the top of the log, still pretty high, 0.71 points per minute, and that is playing every bloody minute. Uh, he Same. is the Reds. Um, and so, look, he will need perhaps a Wallaby rest week, but, um, I mean, like we said, he's going to kill it this week against the Sunwolves and continue to... Yep. Him. This could be his rest week. Yeah. Well, they decided Ooh. they were going to maybe rest him other than injury a couple of weeks ago, so this could be it. Just come off the bye. Yeah, no, true. Yeah, I mean, true. two weeks. Give him a bit of a, a bit better recovery. Mm. I guess we need to stalk his Instagram and everything, find out where he is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stay one, tuned. Bisile <laughs> Similani, 0.68 points per minute. Hopefully we get to see him play now. The Lions have a bye this week, but they're back home after their tour. 
So they didn't take him away with them, and we're. I, I, I'm not sure if he's anyone's fantasy team anymore, but God, he's an exciting player. What's, what's your honest opinion about how many minutes you think he's going to be getting? I, I reckon he'll get some good minutes in the back half of the season. Okay. They suck. They do suck. Mapu hasn't played any better. Like, no. he's still shit. Yeah, that's so. true. And they still don't know who their 12 is. Yeah. Uh, Anton Lina Brown, 0.66, the only consistent force for good in a shit team. And he is rising. That is, is worth well noting. What's his average? His average is 51.5. His last three, 70. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yep. Um, which is only just behind Samu Karevi's last three of 73. Yeah. Mm. There, you, there you are. Uh, Nani uh 0.64 points per minute. Big beast. Like we said, he's had two quiet weeks. But, uh, I mean, he's going to... He'll spring back. Yeah, he'll spring back. Go hard, go home. SBW, 0.55. He's just basically always injured. Um, I mean, he will. He should come back. It's going to be one of those ones you don't know when he'll be back, but he will be motivated to make the uh, Rugby World Cup squad, which he's in, technically. But um, So we'll see when he comes back. Uh, always good for some offloads. Matthias Orlando, 0.54. Um, he's been getting really... He's been getting a lot better, actually, in recent weeks and kind of beating out that battle for the 13 jersey with Matthias Moroni or... No, well, Harry Matthias doesn't seem to be injured. Matthias has been injured and is going through a medical check this week. Scrap that. Saying. Making the most of the opportunity <laughs> while Matthias Moroni has not been around. Right. Um, he's got a 36.9 average and a 48.73 round average. Yeah. I don't um, like Orlando. No, but he, he's played well the last couple of weeks. So I think the, the big thing is with Moroni coming back, Moyano back fit and healthy on the other wing as well, there's just a lot more competition in that back line. So two, he may yeah. start to lose a few minutes in than two what weeks, he's had in the last three rounds. That's definitely skewed by two weeks ago. He got 83 points with three tries. Nothing else has been close. He's got 46 this week, yeah. which is decent. Any yeah. outside backs? Uh, no, there's no Who one. else? There's no one. <laughs> no. Uh 1.4. Four points per minute. That's not his game score like some of these other players. That's his <laughs> points per minute. Uh, in the his four points games, per minute is higher than what it's a bit. Yeah, it's about to say that. The crazy thing is, it's going up. It just yeah. keeps going because he's scoring over eighty every week. He's in scoring over hundred every week. He has started. His average is one hundred and four point five. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Hate to say it, but surely Nelson thinks his form warrants continued selection. See <laughs> <laughs> Villas Natla one point one two. He's only played twenty six minutes. But obviously the he's a bit of a hot stepper. He's uh, in the mould of a Roscoe Speckman who scored very well as well. He's bigger though. He has been disappointing in the past. I should mm. put that in there as a bit of a caveat. We had him as one to watch, didn't we? But then yeah, but he just hasn't. They just haven't picked him. Mm. Um, but their wings aren't. Dylan Nades is going nowhere. Well, he's been all right in the recent couple of weeks. And, he's he's and going nowhere. He's got that spot. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's sorry, only it's the other wing. Yeah, I think he was like, he's going nowhere. He's terrible. He's no. he's, he's washed up. No, no he's alright. He's locked that down. Um, mm. But uh, you you could pick him up just because Sergio Peterson hasn't been setting all the, the world alight, so he could get some run time there. Mm-hmm. But you'd obviously be having to hold him on your bench and hope. Will Jordan point eight one was the competition try 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 score? Is he still? No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, he's, he's only started. He's only started two of his first seven games or of the first of the seven games he's played for a forty point one average. How good. Another guy that Kagi was just held on his bench for weeks and weeks and played off the bench to still score insanely. Mm. Is he, <coughs> he Falau? 0.71 points per minute. So if you multiply that by the minutes <laughs> he's going to get, so for the rest of the year, that's zero. That ends up as zero points. So you should trade him out. Mathematics. Rico Ioani, 0.69 with a 50.3 average despite the buy. Old mate still needs a couple of rest weeks. So... 
I mean, you'd be pretty nervous if you're a Riku Guani uh, owner, but for Rubbish. the other weeks to go... Yeah, trade him out. Tra- I think you trade him out now, Nels. Seven, yeah. seven weeks left. Trade up Two for like buys, you've got five or seven left. Yeah. Samisi Masawera, 0.65. Havili, 0.63. Dua Rest. George Bridge, 0.61. We'll get so many minutes now. Mm-hmm. Milani Nanai, 0.6. Again, a guy that should just keep getting minutes, but won't go up. Yeah. Uh, and a Tene Nanai Saturo. If this injury to Sean Wanui is serious in his hip, he could be a man that gets some starts and mm. actually gives Kagi a chance of winning his bet of uh, Nanai Saturo starting 12 games. What do you reckon, though, the Junior um, Rugby World Cup, whatever it is? Junior? He's in that spot, yeah. He yeah, he's yeah. yeah. Um, it, It's worth noting, uh, you said Masawira. He got 25 points last week, yet he is still second in the three-round average of <laughs> outside backs. And this is the last time we'll mention him on the podcast. Oh, no, we will rub right. in how shitty he is. All right, boys, let's wrap it up. R.I.P. Masarewa. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention how tired I am. <laughs>